Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Shibocast with me, Paul. I'm Dan. I'm Cameron. And I am also Dan. And, and this week we'll be talking about our top five big finish stories. But not I, yet. Think, I think it's going to be more uh, convince Dan to listen to Big yeah, Finish. Dan hasn't listened oh, to any Dan. Big Finish. I've. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I've never gone into Big Finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got about six Big Finish stories in my library. I've listened to a <laughs> bit more than that, but Paul here is the one he's listened to and owns. I think this year alone, I think I've probably spent about seven hundred pounds on Big Finish. Jesus, Christ. I think, oh, fucking hell! <laughs> I think you own a significant proportion of the amount of Big Finish sold. I don't, all, you know, I don't think I own that much. <laughs> it's, it's only you. Yeah, like, like I, the top shareholder. Out of everyone I know, I own the most because no one else owns any, apart from Ed, from Ed Sports. Oh, but yeah. Ed. I, I don't even think I own that much. Because there's always other stuff out there where I'm like, I'll have to buy that and never get round to it because they've already took all my money. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're doing this episode similar to how we did uh, our top five Modern Who episodes mm-hmm. um, thing. Where we're going to go around oh. um, and just chat about ones that we like. But before that, how's everyone's week been? It's alright. I'm quite tired. Doesn't Can he me? look tired? What? Oh, <laughs> Don't you yeah. think Dan looks tired? How tired do <laughs> I look? Dan will be replaced by next week. Yeah, we're getting oh, who, a, who, who will replace a, me? a much younger model. Someone no one that. knows this, but Dan a younger, is about sexier Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I had it very well. Lot don't of I? hair dye. You don't. Don't I? Don't <laughs> I? Uh, the the, the two pays a bit a bit overkill, I'd say. But apart yeah. from that, the, the eyebrows are very very plucked. Like the thing is, he wears he wears. I don't the, pluck my I'm pretty eyebrows. sure the wig he's got on is actually backwards because I can't ever see his face. It's just hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're also going to be talking about Daleks, actually, oh, Mark. As yeah, well. we're talking oh, yeah. about that. We've oh. got stuff to say about that. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh, but we'll get onto that later. It was it was Daleks, exclamation mark. It was Daleks, exclamation mark. <laughs> it truly uh, was. Speaking of Daleks, exclamation mark. Oh yeah, master exclamation mark! Got a big oh, finish on. this week, then. Did it? Is is yeah. that news? It's not news. No, that's just how Paul's news week's that been. he has such a smooth I, I, face. <laughs> it, it 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 is a very smooth face. But um, okay, do you want to talk about that then? Yeah, not as news though. Just this is what this I've is been just up to. This how Paul's week. week has been. Is Eric Roberts' <laughs> smooth face? So, yeah, I'll, uh, it, I I I'll don't like in. I don't like his hair. I don't like your hair. No, but, have you, you seen know, it? It's, it's too, it's too wispy. You can't hate Paul's hair because it's just, it's like the default loadout of hair. Oh, uh, I'm just gonna what? add a little thing to the. That's not I'm it's just nice. Sta- it's not chaos like mine, um, and it's not, it's not balding like mine either. Actually, <laughs> I, I think Paul's got the best hair here. If I'm honest, I think Paul's quite lucky. Oh, nice one, lad. What's wrong never, with my hair? To be fair, we've never seen Cameron's hair because he's always wearing <laughs> he's that. A... <laughs> what always is he wear... wearing? Always wearing a cam banner. What? That's alright, actually. I quite like your hair. <laughs> a Cameron bandana. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, um, A cam so... you might say. 
Eric Roberts is back and he's dressed for the occasion, but we don't know which occasion. Well, should um, we save this for the news then? If you want to talk about it in the no, news. he said it's not the news. Oh, he said this is how. He's well, no, it. you've he's the smoothness of his face. You've brought me around. I've added I've <laughs> added it to the news now. Okay then. So this week I've um I finished writing a short film. I'm an essay. Is that the same thing? And we'll play it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the short film. Uh, that was good. Did I finish anything for uni? Um, yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, I done some equations. No, I've not done any equations in a long time. <laughs> Did you get a piece of paper and a pen and mm. loop the paper? <laughs> uh, I finished the coursework for research methods in physics. Bloody nice. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> physics. Yeah, it was about as interesting as it sounds. Milo! <laughs> oh, we're going to have to do that episode one day, and we'll probably get upset about the Sarah Jane stuff, but then just you know, physics, Cameron... physics, 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 physics. <laughs> you know, we when you, say, you, when you said that, Milo I thought, you know, Cameron is correct Mundo. A word <laughs> I have never used and probably never will again. <laughs> it's weird, because that's the exact sort of word the 11th Doctor would cream on. Like, that is a proper 11th Doctor catchphrase I've ever had heard Yeah. I forgot to meet this one. So, Cameron, what have you been up to this week? Um, I stuck some fruit in a pan and soaked it in a shit ton of alcohol to make a Christmas cake with. It smells very nice. It's got at least two bottles of fortified wine in. (laughs) Just a bit of fudge. It can smell it from here. It is very nice. That's that's me a very very pungent cake if you can smell it from. Yeah. If anyone was out, your... if anyone was out today on the fifteenth and smelt something strange, <laughs> it was probably Cameron. Around it was probably Yorkshire, just Cameron. it was Cameron's cake. It was just Cameron. I've not been outside today, so you know. And by Cameron's cake, I mean his massive ass. You mean his ass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um... Oh no. <laughs> Cameron. I don't have enough time for this. <laughs> How's your week then? Just that. I, you just—I just got asked that. I made—I started oh, shit, making sorry. Christmas cake. He's put uh, fruit in water or something. Oh yeah. Fruit <laughs> in alcohol it? and a lot of it. Dan, yeah. what have you not? No, no. other than oh. <laughs> what have you been up to? I've actually done nothing this week. Have you not been at work? Yeah, but I mean, actually... well, then you have done something this week. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I've done nothing interesting. I put out the. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've just been editing the episode last episode and putting that out. That was my week, and that is certainly not interesting at all. I yeah. I still haven't listened to it, but I, I'm very excited to hear the I am the Doctor. Oh, there's it was. Some, some it was funny bits. It's it very early on, like before the credits. Or no, it's like... like it's in the knock knock discussion. I think. I think it's the time. I think it's on the time code for knock knock. I don't know. What was it? I was drunk at the time, <laughs> as I usually am when I when I edit those. Um, it's the best way to do it. It's the only way to do it. Hide the pain. Cuddled. Hide the pain, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pain, should we? Um, should we talk about Daleks exclamation mark before we do the news? Uh, or do you yeah. want to do that after okay. the news? I think we could, should do it after the news. Right, we'll do yeah. it after the news. 
We'll do after you. I don't want you stepping on my toes. <laughs> What a jingle. What a jingle and by by how I know Dan, basically the amount of times we've said the jing talked about the jingle now, he's not gonna put the jingle in. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but first he made the jingle, jingle so he is now very erect. <laughs> there's yeah. There's um not oh, a lot of news this week. I know that, that phrase scares you, Paul. Because there was a lot of news this week. There's not. There's one big bit of news, and then everything else is padding. <laughs> as as is as it tends to be with this segment of the show. Uh, first bit of news. It's just a bit of news. Uh, there's a collection of story. I'm going to start this one again. Damn, we're not the throw. Don't worry. It will no, not. It will not. Um. Uh, I am the master, which is a collection of. Uh, that's me admitting that, by the way. It's not the title of the book. All right. What a um, twist! <laughs> what a twist! In series twelve, in um, That's yeah, just what they call of... him in the bedroom. <laughs> when we domi- when he dominates us. <laughs> yeah, they call me. <laughs> they call me Michael Sheen, for I am the master of. <laughs> Isn't that, is that not Charlie Sheen? <laughs> no, that that's Michael Sheen is it that series where he plays the I've not seen it, I don't know. The news The News I thought you said Charlie Sheen, not HIV. What? <laughs> where are we going? What are we doing? The news! The news So it's six stories about the six like short stories about the master doing stuff. Oh fucking hell! I've lost it. Evil um, thing. I don't think you're fit to do the news anymore. Is one yeah. of them? Is one of them Eric Roberts master? Well, it's it's six adventures with six incarnations. Because I could la- not actually find a list of who's in it. The last uh, I one probably could have, but I didn't look. The last yeah, one. Was one of it. one of them is yeah. a story from the master's latest incarnation during his seventy-seven years of imprisonment on Earth. Um, yeah. a, a bit from Skyfall. We all universally acknowledge is bad. We all we all agreed. No, we all agree, Paul. We've all agreed. We definitely didn't have an argument about. We it all agree that we hate. Don't, don't do this, man. <laughs> Everyone here is on the same page about this. Yeah, definitely. There were no disagreements. Yeah. Um, a master should never be tried for his crimes. Well, sorry, I was tried what, for his race. Cameron, Cameron well, what do you think of that? It's not bit? a race. Which bit? The, the bit in Spyfall. The 77 years is alright, but the bit that led up to him spending 77 years, no. All the right. bit where the Doctor does a racism. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, she's not racist, though. Oh. <laughs> right, let's not do this again. Let's it's not like she's on. I don't think yeah, I can handle that again. Move on. Um, oh. But Paul's wrong. So. <clears throat> Fuck off. So what do you think of this? Well, I think he's a wrong. No, not, not about... <laughs> About the book, you moron. Nah, um, I found a I, list I'm of the masters. Oh, go on. Oh. So, it is. This is from the Doctor Who fandom wiki article. Master About <laughs> I am the master. And so, it's got a story called Anger Management by Peter 
Angel Hearts, and it has the Roger Delgado Master. There's then one with the Decayed Master, which is... Jeffrey uh, Beavers. Yes. Jeffrey Beavers. One... It looks different in every single poster I see, man. Yeah. yeah. There's then the Missy. Master. That's three. Tremis, the Tremas Master. Who? The what now? Uh, Anthony Ainley. Trachan Master. Yeah, yeah. Trachan. Well, he was a man called Tremas before he was the master. Right. It he really lends body. itself to the uh, the Scouse accent, that doesn't it, Paul? Trachan. Trachan. Well, the what it is, Saxon I... Master and Spy Master, so it doesn't have Eric Roberts or the War Master in. Interesting. With um, with Trachan, I've obviously as a Scouser, I've I've been raised my whole life to say words with Trachan because we're all born in tracksuits. Oh, I've outgrown mine. But everyone else, outside outside of this house, you can't move for them. Like <laughs> You're born and they immediately throw you into a tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. They like no, it's part of the you know, They have to shed it stuff. eventually. Yeah. I've shed mine. I've outgrown the tracksuit. <laughs> the, the trackies, as, as we call them here. Trackies? From tracking. Yeah. From trackies. That so just anyway, sounds like yeah. you're mispronouncing Trekkies. Which is <laughs> wrong podcast there, Paul. No pedophiles. Joking. <laughs> nah, oh, have, you, no. have you ever heard about that? It was about like what? it was like 90% of all pedos in Canada were Star Trek fans. How I, how did they conduct this research? <laughs> they just when asked they, each one when they, like when, they checked, <laughs> when they checked the hard drives, they, it was all like Star Trek and child porn. There were just two oh. folders on the oh, entire computer. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm very excited for the um, the one where the where the spy. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did we get there? I know how we got there because Paul said it for no reason, as usual. Because we let Paul take the reins. That's how we got there. <laughs> and we should don't, never um, do that. Don't don't you love how the masters all have designated names rather than numbers, like yeah. the spy master and the the Saxon master and yeah. Missy. Yeah. And. But when I said Missy like that, I didn't mean I hate her. I just meant because it's, it's just not a good name in comparison to the others. Um, but yeah, like the War Master as well, and then the others are just not. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of masters who weren't involved in it, Eric yeah. Roberts. Segway. Oh. Segway. Um, so, oh, you, you'll like me talking about this, Paul, because uh, a cover got released for Master Exclamation Mark. No way, really? Yeah, and I normally wouldn't talk about covers because I don't consider them news, but you made a good point that he's got an extremely smooth face in he this does, cover. Doesn't he? The smoothest it's not face. just the smooth look, face. Look so, at his hair. You can see every strand. Paul, <laughs> a photo in our news chat. Mm-hmm. And if you look at his forehead, he's got the like wrinkle lines that just stop halfway across his face. I think that's the lighting. I oh, want no. to believe that. Oh no, they, they do. They well, do stop. They just stop halfway across his face. Yep. But look at his hairs. They're all so white. Like <laughs> going from his slicked back black hair, this very messy, fucking bright white hair. 
where you can see every strand that's not neatly you're, and clean. You're really focused on the seeing every strand bit of this. I, I can see every strand and it's so far away. It's do, you, just... do you do this when you talk to anyone else with hair? Go, um, I can no. see all the strands of your hair. When I was when I was when I was younger, and I'd I'd get rice, my eyes would have trouble focusing on every every grain of rice. When you'd get rice, like to, when, they, when they hand out rice to the children <laughs> yeah. of Liverpool. That was the come around, the, children, get your rice. The old Liverpoolian festival where you used to go out into the streets and there would be the rice parade. <laughs> and I remember when I was Liverpool twelve and I got rice. my rice. But yeah, my eyes would have trouble concentrating on every every grain of rice. But well, like, because when... you'd really have to savor that experience, wouldn't you, with the rice? Yeah, because you wouldn't have it for long. So you got to like, you got to take in every single grain. Yeah, and it can be hard when what? you're so excited what? by the rice. I'm just imagining <laughs> a younger version of Paul looking at a bowl of rice and trying to focus, and his eyes just ping across every time he tries to focus on it. He just faints. Can't see the rice. Well, it might be to do with me wearing glasses as well, because I've not got the best eyesight. But it just send me out scatty. I'd be like, wow, can't can't have this. But yeah, I got I got over that eventually. I don't know how. But now right, when uh, I eat rice, I'm just like, Dan, you are right. another person with terrible eyesight. Have you ever had that problem? Listen, what, well, I can't concentrate on rice. Yeah, I I feel like I so... think about rice a regular amount, and I. I don't really have trouble concentrating on the rice. When you see rice, can you not? Do your eyes not like struggle to focus on every single? Do we want to do an experiment? Yes. Have you got rice there? Uh, not. I've got some rice in the kitchen. Go on. <laughs> Just be a second. Are you going to cook it first? I'm not going to cook it first. Right. Was it cooked well, rice? It is. He's going to cook it, one grain it's like of rice egg, for this. Egg, egg fried rice from the chippy, yeah. From the chippy. Yeah. I was a child. Egg fried, <laughs> uh, fried rice from a chippy. Yeah, yeah, what's that about? That's you mean the Chinese? What? No, it's a chippy. Probably a Chinese or an Indian. Yeah. No, it's a chippy. Fucking ass backwards thing you've got there, mate. It's called a chippy. You get you get everything so- but chips. You get chips and you fish get- and sausage and my one does battered pizza. That's oh. that's not that's not even a restaurant. That's not. It, right, I've a, got the rice here. It's a chippy. You get salt and pepper chicken. You get rice. You get chips. No, that's a Chinese. No, because I get salt and pepper chicken from the Chinese. I get the curry from the Indian takeaway. I get the kebab from the kebab shop. I get the fish and chips from the chippy. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Hence the name. No, it's it's. it's so it, this it, is it, a. This is half a bag of a five hundred gram. A uh, co-op bag of balsami rice. Yeah, I never thought I'd ever Other see you do this. I are available. I never thought I would hear those words on this podcast. <laughs> this is very important to the discussion of Doctor Who. So how much rice do you want to pour out that I can concentrate do, on? Do 13, because it's uh, episode yeah. 13. A pour. 13 rice. 13 rice. 13 rice. 13 uh, rice. Do a... you get the same problem with uh, Rice Krispies? <laughs> Nah. Because they're bigger, you idiot. I've got some rice in a bowl. Yep, that's definitely 13 grains of rice. (laughs) Uh, So what what do you want me to do with this rice, Paul? Look at it. Well, he's done it. Try try and see every grain. Like, individually. Okay. 
hard, isn't it? No. Fuck. <laughs> I just look at the... It's just rice, isn't it, Paul? <laughs> no, but when, when, I, when I'd eat it as a kid, my eyes would just be, like, darting around the, the plate, like, wow. You have to take. Well, I, there's I, so I, much I, rice I, here. I can't. I, I can't take in all the rice. I specifically remember one occasion where I was like, I don't think I can eat this because my eyes were just like because you couldn't, you couldn't. Because I just couldn't focus. Take, it was like there was just millions of rice there, just like. I mean, don't be ridiculous. That's that's an, ex, an extraordinary amount of rice. But, it, but it's like, yeah, well, this was at the Liverpool Rice Given Festival. Though. How much is a million grains of <laughs> rice? Really? Two bowls. Two bowls. You want to bet a million grains of rice weighs two bowls? Maybe three. Uh, wait. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about some other no. Doctor Who news? No. Can no. we talk about something oh. at least slightly related to Doctor Who? <laughs> um, well, after we find out how much a million grains of rice... William Hartnell passed away once. Rice in peace. Oh, wonderful. It, it's now... Wonderful. It's now... It's now tangentially... I'm sorry, William. So, a single grain of rice weighs uh, 0. 0.092 grams. Irrelevant. Uh, zero nine. So, we're going to times that by 1 million. <laughs> uh, so, that is... <laughs> That is 29,000 grams of rice. About, about two bowls. Uh, well, that's about 29 kilograms, Paul. About, about three bowls. 29 kilograms. I'm just going to Google what 30 kilograms of rice looks like. This is very important, uh, Can we Doctor Who. Yeah, on to, like, anything else. Uh... So a ten kilogram pack of rice. It's gonna be about, about that big. So like it's gonna be about a meter squared cube of rice is a million grains of rice. One or one, on that one right. big bowl. Yes. Uh so now we've got that out of the way, uh, which oh, I we can all agree was a very important discussion. Uh <laughs> Let's move on with the news. I'll see if I can get this rice back in the. Thing. I, I also have the same like problem when I'm reading a book for a long period of time, and then all, all I can I can just see all the letters and just can't. Well, that's that's called dyslexia, Paul. What? Really? Oh, yeah. I've just I, I've I, just I remembered that this is a Doctor Who podcast, and you should shut up and <laughs> get into the next bit, please. Well, I've just been diagnosed with dyslexia live on it. Um, well, I, I think this rice discussion was uh, not, not very relevant rice. to Doctor Who, but uh, assuming you want us to bleed, move on, bleed. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm caving. Like, 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 so, um, we go off on tangents about rice. The rice tangents. Um, tangent. Next bit of news. Next bit of news. Last bit of news. Um, yeah. Because I, I told I you, Paul, nothing important. happened. You what? I, I seem to recall a lot of news in that chat. There was no news. Nothing worth talking about. Um, <laughs> series 13 has begun filming. Oh, this is Yay. big news. Obviously. This is big news. So, they, yeah, they released a, a still of the first slate. Uh, said said they, begin, they began filming on 2nd November under 
uh, strict government guidelines because of uh, I don't know if you heard about it, but there's um everyone's getting a bit sick around the place. Um, just just a bit, just a bit. Uh, so due to these guidelines, there is only eight episodes this season or next season, should say series. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Dan, season is referring to the well, classic the American. Technically, we're Karen. on season 37 by now, I think. <laughs> like nah. oh, no, I think it is 39 or something. It's around then, isn't it? Yeah. Um, How do we feel about this? I think we all feel the same, don't we? And that it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah like, it's, got its, it's got its benefits. Not really. Also it could, it be... could give us some very good stories, but... I do wish there was more. It's it's literally only two episodes left. Well, just think of it like this, Cameron. No Orphan 55. Yeah, exactly. Not think it about it. Two, epi- no two really shit episodes less, or it could be two really good ones less. We don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. We we are still getting up. Well, no, because they're not going to cut a good episode out. No, I, I know. We don't I mean, know. It we don't know be... about that. And Villa Diodotti was like very like like tied into the main arc, so they're not going to do that. It like it could be that like some of the better episodes that were going to come out that season were the more expensive it, ones. They'll, they'll the more yeah, exactly. Do. It's not a case they'll of the, the them scrapping show. the episodes that would have been. It, it's it's a case of them really? choosing to not do the episodes that we could really enjoy. Like that's the that's the risk. But they'll still do them eventually, though. They're not just going to scrap good scrap. No, not necessarily. Yeah, no, but unless it unless it's in the next series. like Dan said, unless it's really expensive, in which case that that makes sense. Oh, I don't know. I just want oh, a tighter. Dan's got a bit funny. Ever Ro- robotic Dan. It's fine on my end, though. So we're all right. Can you still uh... hear me? Oh, oh no, you, I think you're back. You're back oh. now. Right, okay. oh no, no, you're going again. He's gone again. Um... <laughs> Always the way. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Hopefully we get recording. a arc and all that jazz. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think this is going to affect the quality of the season, for better or worse. No. If anything, it'll um, make it, like, more good. Well, will it? Yeah. Because they're not changing... It'll make it make could us be like A Children of Earth from Torchwood, where that was a smaller series run, and it was all of the episodes were one story, and it was tight and concise and everything, and it did its job. Yeah. But, well, but then there's also the other side of it where it could just be a, whatever episodes they could get out easily, yeah. other uh, than not as refined. It's, uh, the the thing with Children of Earth is that was that was one singular story that was like a a serialized thing, whereas this is going to be episodic because that's how Doctor Who works, and it was a decision to be told that way. Like they said, we're writing the episodes. Is this series has five parts to it, um, so that's all Children of Earth needs to be. But with Doctor Who, like you just you just get a bunch of stories. It's it's episodic. Um, so like unless it was like a deliberate choice, it's like we're going to streamline it. We're going to we're going to cut out some of the fat, and we're going to spread yeah. out the budget a bit more. Whereas this that, this isn't a choice based on. Uh, streamlining the story. This is a choice based on we've got less time and less money. Yes, but if they've they would have known that before they started filming, so they may have gone. We have less time and less money. Let's mm. do this, but we don't know until late next year. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, 
I reckon it'll be just as good. Yeah. Is re- is, but um, I, re- I also reckon it might even be better because of how short it is. Is Revolution being but, counted as one of the eight? No, uh, no. One no, of the eight they've the already filmed that. That was filmed yeah, okay. about... That's been filmed for no, over I mean, a year. So it's part, that's part of Series 12 and so, then Series 13. So start. Okay. Yeah. It's eight parts, but I think one of them's a special. That's, yeah, I just I just realised that. Yeah, because Revolution was Eight part of the film. Eleven. It was right, part of the so... filming block of uh, series twelve. But to be fair, it'll be because it's coming out in autumn, so it'll be those seven episodes and then like a couple of weeks wait and then the, the special, mm, rather yeah. than like series twelve where it's like an entire year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it, it will be seven bad. seven episodes in the season plus a. Uh, Whenever the festive special comes out, I I yeah. have, I have faith in Chibnall. Well, that's that's that's, that's uh, impressive of you. Well. No, but yeah, I I'm, I'm looking forward to. It'll be good. With news of the filming's began, it was sort of confirmed that Yaz is getting a new costume at Children Need. Yeah. Oh, was it? Well, yeah. yeah. Had a bit at Children Need. Yaz was wearing a slightly different costume. Had like a turtleneck sweater on under the jacket. Yeah, Yaz has other clothes. Can you believe her? Yeah, he doesn't just have the three pairs of clothes. Um, she's a, she's I'm a look at this. But yeah, um, um, I'm, I'm I am looking forward to. Like, yeah. I, I'd rather have eight episodes in 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 awesome than like ten episodes at the end of 2022 or whatever. Know what I mean? Yeah, I'd ra- yeah, I'd rather have I'd... stuff. So- I'd have f- I'd rather have fewer stuff sooner than more stuff later. Just to keep yeah. it going. I'd, I'd... It's been a hell of a year. Especially I've been the more more on board. I'd be more on board with this if this wasn't like a. If this was more of a. We've decided to do less episodes so we can have more money. Uh, but yeah, but it remains to be seen. That's like, true. What actual if, effect yeah, is going to happen? If it was a a decision <laughs> they made because they thought we can do a better series like this, I'd be way more on board. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm if we have to best. wait longer, we'd only be waiting for like two more episodes as well. So like, there's no point waiting like an extra year just for two episodes. Yeah, no, it's just going into it knowing yeah. that they've been restricted. It's not that they're restricting themselves. True, but they will have cut, they won't have cut like important ones. Like oh, they won't cut like the timeless well, children. Well, we don't know what so. we're talking about, so let's move no. on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's the last bit of news. Is it? No, there's some big finish. Is announcement. there? Yeah. Uh, there's new figures. skip over the big finish announcement. There is going to be a third Doctor story where all of the characters in it are dead. It's got John Pertwee, oh. Elizabeth Sladen, and what? Liz Shaw. All Truth. three of those actors are dead. Truth. Oh, Truth. right. Okay. The actors, not the characters. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Wrong writing. Um, We've killed and, uh, them all. I thought you were saying it was ironic because they're all dead in real life. I don't know, but I don't get why they're doing a story with those three characters. It's also got Lethbridge Stewart in. Who's that? Who Nicholas Courtney is also passed away. So I don't get why they're doing a story where all four of the main characters well, the actors they've... are dead. They've tested the water with uh, David Bradley, haven't they? And that went down well. So now oh. they, they're not afraid to just recast people. Yeah, but... Um, the difference is David Bradley was in the show, and these. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I, I the think... thing is, it, it's 
whether we like it or not, it's happening. I'm sure it will be good. Yeah. But I, like, it just it's, depends um, on how you feel. Sadie about Miller it. as Elizabeth Sladen, so it's her daughter. Yeah. yeah. She's she's in the one with Tom Baker as well. Comes yeah. out next year. She is. Yeah. I'm, I've got that pre-ordered. I've had that pre-ordered for about six months now, and it's still not out for them. So is it is it John Coulshaw as the Brigadier? Because I think he does an impression of him. Is it, is it him as the third doctor as well? He does a really good pair. We've got using Tim. I don't know his surname. Tim something. Tim he normally does Pertwee. Tim Shaw. Yes, Tim Shaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they might be using him and having Coleshaw as Tim Trelaw. Yeah, Trelaw. My favourite kind of mint. And yeah, it's Coleshaw as Lethbridge Stewart, with David <laughs> Ashford as Liz Shaw. Yeah. I'm having real trouble getting this right. I mean, I'm up back. for more Liz, but... <laughs> it's really hard. What, what's happening? Well, I'm just trying to get the rice back in the packet. Yeah. Get the funnel. Ben's flatly going to come home and go, God, I could just do with some... Where's the rice? <laughs> well, the the thing. He's just, he's just there counting each grain on the worktop. When I went and got this rice... One of my flatmates was in the kitchen. I just said, "Oh yeah, I'm just going actually to get this rice in a bowl and I ran back to my room." <laughs> he took it directly <laughs> out of his hand as he was about to pour it in the pan. <laughs> and they were they were just shouting at me as I left. with like, "You don't get to! What are you doing? No, no, that's not how you cook rice." <laughs> Dan just eats raw rice in his room like nom, a maniac. Nom, 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 nom. Like you ever, you ever had like raw pasta? Mm, yeah, it's unpleasant isn't pasta. It? I don't hate it. Fuck you ever had fresh pasta? Fresh. Ah, I bit my tongue. <laughs> what a shambles of a sneeze. Oh, so Dalek's exclamation mark came out this week as a yeah. transgender. What was the I'm name sure. of it? The archive. Oh, that's a bad joke. Um, the archives of something? I'll have a I, look. I'm I getting it up. I'm going to play it with yeah, no sound in the background. Uh, yes. The archive of Isolus. The Ar- archive of ISIS, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know o- Osama bin Laden had like Nintendo games saved to his hard drive and everything to play? Damn. Well, Nintendo's for everyone. I'm I'm gonna mess it. <laughs> Even bin Laden. Even terrorists. That that should be their slogan. <laughs> Nintendo for everyone. Even bin child Laden. or terrorist, you get to play Super Mario Odyssey. So, what did you think of the show? Dalek's exclamation mark. I thought it was quite dull. I wow. thought it was very... Yeah. It was, it, I, I, I thought it was the same thing. Like, it was very repetitive and very... Yeah, a bit yeah. dull. Like... It, for, the, for a lot of it, it felt like it was just the Daleks going, we're going to get in the archive... And the Guardians of the Archive going, you're not going to get in the archive. Exactly. And it was just... And that, it was the same stuff. The same, the same things. The same Did music you know the... playing. Mm. Weird. Do you know the Dalek that came in? About... Which he... one? There's quite a few in, in this series. Strategist? So, do you know... No, it's the one from the comic. It do is. Do you know the damage one? Yeah. Do, do you know his voice? I thought it was a bit off. Like, there was a bit... Well, they're Too all, all personalised a bit, aren't they? They all got a bit yeah, more... I, yeah, 
I, I feel like apart from like a supreme, they should all have like the same kind of voice. But that that one especially sounded a bit too like emotional. Like I, I don't know. It yeah, it's, 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 it was, it was, it was I like... can't actually remember. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was odd. The whole thing was odd. What do we think of the way it looked? Uh, I don't it, mind it. It's not it's not bad, but it's not great. It, it doesn't, wasn't it doesn't expensive. I didn't really notice until there were the explosions, and they uh, were just square. The explosions and the shadows of everything as it flew over, like the Daleks flying over buildings and stuff. Yeah, the, the shadows Dalek like jumping around. Stuff. Yeah, the explosions look really bad. The sound is re- great. It's really the weirdly lit as well. Yeah, I found. The thing the sound is, design was great because it's basically just big finish. But exactly, I was just going to say that. I I actually looked away from the screen for half of it because it was that repulsive, and actually just thought, I'm just listening to big finish. <laughs> this works because they do a thing, and then then they'd mention what they just did, and then they'd describe the next thing they're going to do, and then you'd hear the sound effect. <laughs> so it was like, so this does this could just be a big a free big finish. There was Weird. there was one line of dialogue that I liked in it that I cannot remember. So do you want to was it a bit about uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it the what? He's saying we're going to destroy it... the archive, and they're like, "Would you like a membership with us?" <laughs> like that. Oh no, it's not that. Oh, right. it, it was like it was a serious line of dialogue. Oh, I found but all the serious it, lines. It was, so, it was like the Daleks threatened them or something, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." That was like a good line. <laughs> it's a bit cringy. Like, mm. It was kind of cringe, bro. Cringe, bro. I don't know. I I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it was. I I'm very. I feel very neutral. Like I, I don't. I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. I don't think I'm ever going to rewatch it ever again. No. I could do with none yeah. of that in my mind ever again. I'll be all right. But we're going to watch the rest. Gonna watch the rest, but if we'll I didn't do, do this podcast, I probably wouldn't watch yeah. the rest of it. We'll we'll go <laughs> yeah. into into depth. Into what? What? We'll go in deeper. We'll into go into it. depth. Um, we'll go into depth. Go, go, go into depth. Into the, the Dalek series eight, episode two, um, <laughs> and we'll we'll talk about like the behind the scenes stuff, the reason why it looks so shit, um, mm-hmm. and also what the rest of the series does. Because I have a feeling there's obviously some kind of arc that they're setting up, uh, and there's more characters yeah. like the Joe archive. <laughs> so yeah, we'll do an episode on that. It might be probably. How many episodes are there? Is the f- six. Six. Okay, so probably in six more episodes of this, then we'll probably have a <laughs> a dedicated thing to it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I what I think what I found was really missing from it was the fact that everyone was a robot, and uh, yeah. it was just robots talking to each other statically from in a room. Actually, down the Daleks are cyborgs. Uh, they're actually uh, mutants in a in a in a travel in a travelling shell. They're um, actually called Kalids. Ow! <laughs> Dan's vibrator just going off there. <laughs> oh, we're That's doing instruments. That was, that, was the sound, that was the sound Dan makes when he comes. <laughs> I can't show my mum this episode. Where's um? <laughs> Do you show saying, you can I see your podcast? And I'm like, well, not really, because it's horrible. <laughs> I don't have an instrument, but um, oh, no. I don't have an instrument either. Yeah, 
I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've, not, I've not told my parents about this, not because I don't want them to listen, yeah, just, uh, just because I think it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I well, my mum doesn't even like Doctor Who, so I wouldn't tell her. And my uh, mum doesn't even like me, so it's fine. Yeah, that's. Uh, fine. My mum doesn't like you either, Dan. Uh, <laughs> Neither does mine. <laughs> Your mum loves Exclamation mark. What a show. Shabokast exclamation mark. What a show. <laughs> 13 minutes. Cameron's being seconds. awfully quiet. Did you enjoy it? Awfully quiet, Cameron. I said my thoughts about it at the start. Did Same you? Again. You just weren't listening. <laughs> we were so I you'd have a bit more to say other than. I only watched seven minutes of it. What? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't watch anymore. I didn't enjoy the writing because it just no. seemed like yes, it does sound like Big Finish, but it was just very slow and it didn't get into the story. It was like, and it so was... like sorry, go on. So I and just with like how it's just like Daleks and then a robot that just a really dull voice and then Daleks and then the dull voice. Yeah, it reminded um, me. I of... just couldn't listen to more. In GCSE drama, when we had to write our own little scenes and talk to each other and, like, really set, like, an interrogation or something, it reminded me of that. Like, just really <laughs> bad, like... Written by children. Written by children. Yes. Not good. So no. found that Nicholas Briggs. Yeah. He's not the writer, is he? I don't know, actually. Produced it, though. He it sounds it sounds really good, and it's cool that they've given us this free thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But... No, yeah, we, we're saying all of this, but it is a, like just available for free. It's cool that it's it a... exists. It's not, you know, it's a nice gesture, but we hate everyone involved. It's the worst no. people. And hope they personally die. It's a nice gesture. <laughs> it just looks bad, yeah. and it was, yeah. Let's move on. We should. So, uh, for the, to the main finish. topic. Yeah, speaking they, of they, Nicholas Briggs. They take yes. all my money all the time. and Stop giving it them, then. <laughs> no. They're not taking it from you. <laughs> yeah. Um, play the victim. <laughs> yeah, <sure>. no, when, <laughs> literally, they announce... Big Finish can just announce, we've got something coming tomorrow, and Paul's like, pre-ordered it already. Pre-ordered it. You're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I sold my cat. <laughs> oh lad, like, I just sold my cat and now I've got a more Doctor box set, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about that? we're going to talk about Big Finish today. I it's something I've wanted to do for a while, but never actually got into. We're, we're going to uh, take Dan's Big Finish virginity. Yeah, you're going to take me on a, a a wild journey of Big Finish. Um... We love popping cherries. <laughs> And that can we can sell that slogan to them for a million pounds. Yeah. Um. So what I want to get out of this episode, um, a little list is is a little list. I just want places to start for various things. Yes. Um. Well, I've got some good ones for that. But we'll okay. go. We'll go. Um. Paul, Cameron, and me. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is in no particular order. This isn't our. I guess it is just our. It's ones that we like. It's not. Here's my fifth favourite. Here's my fourth favourite. We're not doing that again. It's just, yeah. these are ones we like, and you should give them a listen. It's ones I've listened to. Oh, so it doesn't have to be five. 
Uh, it can oh, be. Oh God! Just We've don't don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Aim for about I have, five. I've got a short have, list here of about six. I have ten. Yeah, no, trim that down. Yeah, that that's what I was doing. But then you said it doesn't have to be five. No, it doesn't have to be in an order of top five. It's just <laughs> five that you like. Well, it's gonna be then. Oh Frig. no. <laughs> so, Paul, you're number five. One second. Okay, camera. Well, should, should we do an, an overview? Should we do an overview of Big Finish first, then? No. Yeah, for people who don't okay. know what Big Finish is. Even though we mention it every episode. There's no well, way I mean, people are listening to this and thinking, what is Big Finish? If, the, well, if you've not, come not... to this episode of the Shabocast to start listening to Big Finish, <laughs> you, you need to look somewhere well, not, else. Not, not so much a, Like, this is what Big Finish is. More... I don't know what I was going to say there. What the different the ranges are. Yeah, it's just like for, big finish for me. Um, it's something I really, really like the idea of. Um, especially because there's a lot of a few doctors in the middle that don't really get a lot of love. So mm. six, seven, and eight, eight particularly. Four as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah no one's criminally really underrated. <laughs> Can't believe he only um, got like seven years as the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> One of those iconic performances in all of sci-fi. It's like, no, he didn't really... Didn't really get time to shine. Uh, um, but it yeah, it's like, it's like a place for particularly the Eighth Doctor to shine. Yeah, I think it's a, a brilliant... With, um, a brilliant thing. With, with the Fourth Doctor, he really comes into his own when you get into the next Cottage Chronicles. Ah, yes. <laughs> the what now? Which isn't big finish. We mentioned this in episode one of, yeah, of our so, podcast. Yeah. Do you remember Tom Baker refused to return to the show? He was he was he was your average Christopher Eccleston. Oh yeah. And he agreed to return for his own audio series, not by Big Finish, but by BBC. And it was the fourth Doctor never regenerated, and he went to live in a cottage in the countryside and solve crimes. Oh, I remember that. We have spoken about it. That was what brought Tom Baker back. Imagine the Christopher Eccleston boxer comes out. <laughs> yeah. He's just year, crying And he's just country. living in the countryside. Oh. No, he's just living in Manchester in Salford. <laughs> solving it's crimes. Just, it's just after he's the He's just the, wandering around Salford shouting about the monarchy. It's yeah. just after the time war. He's walking war. around Heaton Park. Right to Manchester. <laughs> so he's just picking up litter in Heaton Park. That would be his version. Lad, I, I said to me mate the other night, imagine you're walking through the park and you're drunk and, and you're like, your last can of beer ju- just falls from your grasp, your, your drunken grasp. And then from from, from the void ahead, out, out from, charges from, Christopher from Eccleston. shrubbery. Yeah, out charges Christopher Eccleston at full speed. And he's like, take that lip now. <laughs> and then he's like, I hope the planet turns around and shits on you. And then it turns out you're in Heaton Park, and he murders you. Damn. You see the sign for That Heaton was Park. how I died. <laughs> Be- yeah. Beware the Eccleston. <laughs> Just yeah. the Eccleston Warning, is here. Wild Eccleston. <laughs> Drive carefully. <laughs> um, so, yeah, big finish. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. There's, a, there's a, a lot of good stuff in there, but the sheer amount of stuff is very intimidating. Oh. So it is hard to find a place to start. Um I think the way to look at it is you've got your Eighth Doctor stuff. That's like the go-to range, yeah. which is like the first 50 or so 
because I think which one, is the greyest number fifty. I think I don't know. Um, that's like the twenties or something. Like that. Oh, I'm not sure whether it's in in terms of like other doctors as well. I think other like, doctors do. Yeah, but you get it's like, like you basically get your doctors um, five, six, seven, and eight um, for quite a while, and then shit happens, tat happens, and we end up today with stranded and bloody class <laughs> and Torchwood and Captain good. Jack dressed as the Sixth Doctor, and it just gets ridiculous. That, so that's one of the best. And uh, what what were they called? Lightfoot and Jan- oh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Jan- Jan- yeah. Uh, yeah. Bernie Summerfield. Bernie oh, Summerfield, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, we've got this um, big finish just going. We'll make anything out of anything now. Basically. But not a limbo box, Seth. Outraged, Dan. I don't, uh, does anyone want that? It's yeah. just them doing ELO rehearsals. I'd Musical. I'd love a tape of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, but there's some really fun ones. There's some musical ones. Um, there's I some. Know that. There's some multi-doctor ones. There's some that actually play with the idea of being an audio drama. Um it, it is a really interesting way of getting a bit more of certain doctors in a really new, interesting way. And a lot of it is free. A lot of the stuff on my list you can get for free or you would have been able to get for free. I don't know if you still can now. Um, you can't anymore. So, so Paul, so, just, just throw for, one for, out there. Take me on a journey, Paul. I'd say just whatever you like. Just, you know what I mean? Like when is, I start, is that your number one on the list? Oh. When I, started, I bought the Doom Coalition and then listened to like one episode and then and then I stopped. But then they announced the class was getting a box set, so I listened to all of that. And then not for like a year. And then this year, I've just spent all my money on it. That was in like 2018, though. Like 2019, too. But um, my this isn't like a proper recommendation. This isn't like a proper audio. This is a, a, sh- a short trip. Oh. It, it's where the... um. It's where it's like, it's like the the basic like an audio book basically, more than an audio drama. So someone's written a story like they would, an actual short story, and then someone re- is reading it out, like a like a like yeah, you know what I mean. So this one is one of the Time Lord Victorious ones, if you believe that. But which which is got a weekly dose in of Time Lord Victorious. <laughs> it's not really um, it's not really connected to Time Lord Victorious at all though, like the actual story. So it's it's Master So like Thief. most of Time Lord Victorious then. <laughs> yeah. It it's it's called Master Thief and it's about the Roger Delgado master breaking into it's like a time heist. Hmm. He, he breaks into the bank and there's like people in the bank that, that are like Bankers. People in the bank in the what bank. Shock. What? But but I I'll Having read a bank. I'll read I'll read the description because I am terrible at this. The master wants to plunder one of the most secure vaults in the universe, the repository. He's got a plan and a deadly new weapon to the system. However, as the master quickly discovers, getting in might be easy, but getting away with it might cost him everything. There there seems to be a lot of uh, most secure banks in the universe in Doctor Who, doesn't there? Carabraxos. There's there's several of them. Um, yeah, they're all the most secure. <laughs> every single one is the most secure. Yeah. Um. So that that is very very good. 
Like, because yeah. that, that, I, I haven't listened to many short trips because it's not as good as natural audio. But um, I listened to that because it was part of the time. In a And I've listened to the like a couple of the competition winners, but I haven't listened to anything else. Mm. So I can't recommend more short trips, really. But that one was very, very good. I've like, got quite a few short trips that I've just never listened to. So what what are short one. trips then, as a in, as so a it, format? It's literally just like it's briefly forty minutes long, uh-huh. and it's like someone reading out a short story. It's like a narrated what? thing. Yeah, right. So okay. like in terms of this, it's um oh what's what's his name? John Coleshaw. John Coleshaw reads it out in an impression of Roger Delgado, oh. so it's like he's mm. telling you the like the master's telling you this story. So that one's very good, I'd say. I've heard and some it's... creepy stuff about John Coleshaw, but his impressions are impeccable. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. But his impressions are good, so yeah. that excuses it all. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I, I, don't know, I don't know what any of these creepy things are, by the way. So, yeah. Okay. Um, if, if, so, I'll, I'll now be recommending five more things. Because I weren't going to recommend that, but then I thought that it's it's different than than your average recommendation. So Cameron, uh, so I've not listened to much Big Finish, so this is mostly just the ones I have listened to. <laughs> uh, Torchwood, Aliens Among Us. I've heard about this so much, and I've no idea what it is. It is basically Torchwood series five. And Sorry, so it... which, what's it called? Aliens Among Us. Oh, yeah, it is Torchwood Series 5, yeah. Yeah. Um, you got it all. Like, I've whole... only got episode one because it was one off of the other month. Oh, really? I've <laughs> not got the rest of it yet. But it's set after Miracle Day. Mm-hmm. It's got a new Torchwood team with Jack and Gwen, with someone who is a civil servant helping from the British government, unofficially, though. Um... And there's some weird killer robots in Cardiff because it's Torchwood. What the fuck else is there going to be? And it well, basically... Have you seen season four, Cameron? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it continues the story of Torchwood, but in a way that was only available to them at the time. And it's got like... I think it's written by Russell T. Davies as well, or has his... Oh, really? Yeah. He created the characters in it, but he didn't write it. From what I've heard. Details. Yeah. But it's very good. And that's all I can say, really. It, it, I, I've wanted Episode to... 1 is good. I can't speak for the rest of it. <laughs> I've wanted to get into them for ages because at the start, when I watched Torchwood at the start of the year, I, when I finished it, I bought loads of Torchwood on Big Finish. And it was all yeah. dead good. But so, like, there's a boxer called Believe, which is like four episodes, three episodes, and it's like a, a mini series. But then, like, the actual series five and six are all four box sets long, and it'd be like 180 quid to buy both series. So, I've never, never bought them. But they, they do like monthly as well. Yeah. Uh, Dan. Ah, right, okay. Um, so. I'm just checking SoundCloud at the moment because this one, I'm pretty sure. Yep, it's on SoundCloud still. This is a free 
thing they just put up and said, there you go. So you can still... I, I listened to this years ago, but you can still find it now. And it's called Cuddlesome. And I've spoken to Paul about this, and he's shaking his head. Um, um, <clears throat> it's not even big finish, is it? It is. It's a big finish. Uh, it's a Fifth Doctor story. It's quite an early one. Uh, and it's free to listen to. And it's it's so fun. Um, I'm not. I won't like spoil it too much. But you know the um, uh, what are those fucking things called? Let me just. Uh, Doctor Who. No. Ogron. You know those like furry, like toys that are like robots inside, and they like speak to oh, kids. Oh, pods. Furbies. What? Furbies. I've literally just googled furry toy, and um, a, pic- a picture oh, no. of the exact thing I'm on about has come up. It's the fucking oh. yeah, Furby, yeah. Uh, and it's essentially like, like Bebo on Legends of Tomorrow, but but equally shit. <laughs> it's basically um, Furbies, but they're actually run by an organisation that seeks world domination. Um, oh no! And it's it's quite cool, and the Doctor, you, you get the Doctor just. Turning up at someone's house. I think he crashes into their greenhouse, I think. I can't quite remember, or their shed. That's quite common with the Doctor, isn't it? Um, and he... Crashing into someone's house. Uh, he, he just, like, meets this woman um, whose son has got one. And they, they, they go on the adventure together. And it's quite interesting. There's a proper creepy guy, Mr. Turvey, and all of the... <laughs> All of the little uh, little Furby... <laughs> Mr. Turvey. All, all the little Furby things call him Daddy Turvey. It's very weird. Um, Dan's looking shocked it, it, but aroused. This is it's similar to how we call Dan Daddy Shinks behind the scenes. It's really a bit like yeah, that. that's that's what everyone calls me. <laughs> the the master. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a good one. Um, and also at the, when I first heard this, I'd I'd watched quite a bit of Classic Who. Um, but I still wasn't that keen on the Fifth Doctor, mainly because of his TARDIS team and stuff, and and seeing him stripped away from that. And just with this new person, I, I I love I can listen to this thing over and over again just for the Fifth Doctor because it's really, it's really good. So yeah, Cuddlesome, give that a listen, you turds. Okay. Paul. So, so speaking of the Doctor crashing into roofs, roofs, <laughs> and I I I don't mean timeless child doctors, but um, <laughs> the light at the end. Oh shit! Is um very 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 good. Mm. Um, the main doctor I'd say is the eighth doctor and Charlie, and Charlie is probably <laughs> my favourite eighth doctor companion. She's great. However, I've not really seen um the others. So this look at this beautiful. This book. was a fiftieth anniversary thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was, was the big yeah. finish fiftieth anniversary. Um... I actually listened to this in the car once when we went down to London, and I, we listened to the whole thing all the way there, and it was, it was fun. I don't remember anything that happened, but I remember it being good. Um, so, the theme tune is really out of sync, though. It really annoys me. So um, I actually quite enjoy the theme tune. It's but, not bad. So, it's um, just the drums and the the bassline stuff just don't match. It's like, what is going on here? Basically, the Eighth Doctor. Lands in like 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 a village, an alien village, with a species that doesn't exist, and um, basically, 
a big laser comes down and annihilates everyone. And then he realises that he's not in a village and it's like a weapons factory and it's like a simulation room for, to test the weapon for a buyer. And then all the other doctors are also there at a specific... Like, they, they, they keep trying to leave and the time was like frozen back. Well, it's, it's then, not... It's all the other doctors as in all the big Finnish ones... No, no, no. Well, yeah. is, like, well, like four, oh, four to eight. The first, no, no, the first eight. Oh, um, really? They're not on yeah. one cover. One, yeah, because they're done by impressionists. Uh, but when yeah. they, they're there, but they're not part of the main gang, they're like so. Basically, four to eight are off. Like they, they eventually meet up and start working together, and basically one to three, all meet up. And they're working together separately from the others. So every now and again, I think they're out of sync. So you hear like echoes of them, and they're they're doing their thing, like in the background because obviously it's not actually them. It's and then the, the main William Russell, Fraser Himes, and Tim Tim Trelaw again as the first, second, and third Doctors respectively. Yeah, and then um, basically the Masters trying to buy a weapon from that place to um, wipe out the Doctor's entire timeline. Name of the Doctor style. Sort of. But yeah, it's it's very, very good. And honestly, like, all the companions... I didn't know the, the sixth Doctor's companion, Perry, had an American accent, so that was horrible to listen to. But apart yep. from that... Um, oh, I don't mean the American accents in general, but like when it's just British people and then an American that isn't fucking John Barrowman, it just sounds like a nightmare. But yeah, so other than that, I, one of the best, I'd say. I did know about this one. Uh, it's yeah. like one of the few big finish I know about. Um, and I thought there would be more to that sentence, but it it uh, it, <laughs> it got away from me. It was a limited edition release that was recently but back on sale at a reduced price. So you could buy yeah. the physical copy of only like one of a thousand, 10,000, I think. 10,000. 10,000 is quite a lot. And, like, yeah. That's why they've still got it this week. Later. And we're only in the 3,000s. Yeah. So we've got to give oh. Cameron props here because even though this isn't a traditional episode, he's managed to fit in the trivia segment. <laughs> yeah, we've, and we've you also got, have uh, it within arm's reach. I was thinking that's what I thought Dan was going to praise you for. Got to give a special shout out to someone in the comments of the big finish. So, like comments when they announced that it was going to be half price seven years later, and he was like, "Well, that's me cancelling my pre-order of the masterful limited edition release. I'm not paying full price when I can wait seven years and get a half price." <laughs> <laughs> some, people <laughs> some people are that tight that they would rather wait seven like, years he was like this just ruins it for the people who paid full price seven years ago no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing shall ever be on uh, sale ever again I bought the digital for half price like Jordan lockdown for like six pounds because this was like 50 quid and I didn't want to pay 50 quid and then when they made the half price I was like I'm, I'm having that and, and then I seen that guy, and I was like, "What a fool!" <laughs> I paid that full price. What made me buy it? I paid full price for this bread last week, and now you've put it on half price as it's about to go off. <laughs> this has ruined it for all the people who paid half price for the bread. <laughs> I wish I'd never had that toast. <laughs> <I wish> no. <laughs> 
the War Master beneath the Viscoid. Oh, oh, that's on my list Viscoid. as well. That was almost on my list, well, but this it's is, not quite. This is on my list, so yeah, let's chat about that. <laughs> yeah, so... it's uh, Derek Jacobi. It's one of his first big finish ones as the War Master. Do I believe yeah. it's the first in his box set. So it's the first part yeah. of Only the Good. Yeah, only and it, it can yes. be listened fully on its own and enjoyed. Yeah. It's not like a yeah. complete lead on, into another one. On its own, it was nearly in my top five, but then there's one later on in that same box set that, that just sort of it. Is it the third one? And because I've heard loads of good things about that. Sorry, go on, Cameron. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the name is sort of like a play on the war. Doctors only the evil or something. Only the only the bad. Only the monsters. Only yeah. the uh, <laughs> only the I, mean. Oh, see, normally I have everything within arm's reach during this. You just grabbed it but because it's big finish. I didn't yeah. think you did physical copies, Paul, but you've got quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get them all in physical. The fuck. That's why it costs you so fucking much. If it's like a, if it's a monthly one, like the Ace Doctor ones, I get it um, digitally. I've got two but of the if it's... two of the stories. I think I will mention them in a bit. I've got them on CD. I don't I don't know where they were. I was going to leave them here as like a little thing on my desk, but I can't <laughs> find them. So, but yeah, if it's a box set, I always get it physically. But yeah, there's not much I can say about the Warmaster beneath the Viscoid because I just kept getting distracted by Derek, da- Derek Jacobi's voice. Derek Jacobi, classic. So, actually, yeah, Derek Jacobi, that's something that I want to ask about. So, so presumably the, him becoming the Warmaster, the implication here is that he was the, the incarnation of the Master throughout the Time War. Yes. So is, is what they're implying is that the War Doctor and the Warmaster at no point ever met each other. Well... What they they had they had a plan for John Hurt and Derek Jacobi to do an audio together, but John Hurt died. But wouldn't that would David delay Tennant... that quite a bit? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, wouldn't it... David Tennant have recognised him? I always Utopia, and then he's met the Eighth Doctor as well twice now. So yeah. that's canon. What so, I... and then and then they yeah. never they never explain. Nah, I think what it is, it's a classic case of the old memory loss. It's a classic case of Doctor uh, Who. Or, like, just I don't think, try and piece it together. No. I think it might be something like the War Doctor. Like, the the Doctor tries to shut all his memories from the Time War away. To the something point to do with that bit in Day of the Doctor where they changed their own history. Out. Well done. It's all a cop out when, when you're listening to Big Finish and River meets a Doctor it's, and she loses a memory at the end, and then they it's all it's all a cop out when you listen to Shabokas. Yeah, but um, what's that mean? Funny, funny I don't. Thing. I, do not know. That, that'll be the next um, profile picture on me. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah. Beneath the Viscoid, very good story. The Master gets a companion for a bit of it that ends in how you expect with the Master having a companion. Yeah, we, we're really trying not to spoil this. There's, there's a scene <laughs> in particular where he he does a very classic Master thing Um and when you realise it's happening, it's it's so cool. It's just like you you go. Up, I went a bit giddy. It's just like oh, this is happening. This I was I I was mowing the lawn when I was. Uh, what when the I was fuck? Doing, uh, yeah, seriously. I listened to, I listened to half of it like at night, and then I was falling asleep. I was like, okay, I'll listen to this tomorrow. I was mowing the lawn, and it's one of those where you let stuff just you're waiting for it to completely unwind and chaos to just 
occur. You just know it's going to explode at the end with just so many things happening. It's it's kind of like Utopia in that way. You know that something's mm-hmm. up, and then you realize what's got to happen, and you just get this insane rush at the end with everything happening. Um, well, and I just really distinctly remember mowing the lawn and having to stop because I was like, oh, my God, this is really good. People just looking at me like, why is he not mowing the lawn? I was playing it, man. In, in um, some big finishes, it's it's like the last five minutes that really make the episode. Mm. Like mm. so, like um, the death of Captain Jack. I I was listening to that like in in the bath, but I went I went too like fussed on it. And then in the last five minutes, something happened, and I was like, "This might be my favorite one." Yeah, and I was like, "But yeah, like with but, um, the War Master." Russell told Big Finish when they asked him, he was like, oh, but he weren't the master during the time war. And they were like, well, what if at the end he becomes a baby? And Russell was like, go on then. And and <laughs> Russell said, I'd rather find a reason why you can do it than look for reasons why you can't. Yeah, yeah. that's the action so to was... have a thing, when you've, dis- when you've defined something and people want to mess around with it a bit. Yeah. yeah. As, as, much, as much as the... It doesn't make sense that he was Derek Jacobi during the war. Yeah. Finding a good reason, finding a reason to an excuse to just do more yeah, Derek, Derek Jacobi. Jacobi. I can, yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. So the, the box set ends very well, I reckon. But then it, there's also five more series after it, and it ends like when the master's a child, like he is in Utopia. So like the the other six box sets or five box sets now we're just set in between the first one. You like fucking put well, yourself in it. You also get, um, you know, how we talked a bit before when we were talking about Daleks exclamation mark the the Daleks that are slightly they have a slight personality to them rather yeah, than just shouting orders. There's there is one in that story I think I think it's the commander or whatever or the pilot is has a little bit of a I've little bit of a seen, personal thing. Um, I've and seen yeah. that with uh, Briggs. He deliberately, depending on the story. We'll do the Daleks as either the classic voice or the modern voice. Mm. So this is kind of a blend of both. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is quite And funny. so like the McGann war, Time War stuff, because obviously it would have been both of them, mm. he like merges or does either or. We also get... Um, because he did that in an interview in a story I also have in my list later. We also get uh, Ooh, underwater Daleks first. as well, which is cool. That is cool. They sound really cool. Uh, I think Under they're right. Water Daleks. So, yeah, beneath the Viscoid. That's my two cents on that. Beneath yeah. the Viscoid. Uh, and now your story itself. Oh yes. Um. So. <laughs> listen, because we both talked about that one. It's no secret on this po- on this show here that I I'm a bit of a bit of a simp for Trial Dickhead. of a Time Lord. That too. Um, I love Trial of a Time Lord. I think it's really really good. Um. So this this one, I don't think it comes directly after. It sort of does. This is Trial of the Valyard, um, which is one that I picked up from like Forbidden Planet on a whim. Does it have Mr. Popplewick in? A couple of years ago. What? Does it have Mr. Popplewick in? What do you mean? Mr. Popplewick, the character from Trial of the Time Lord, who's played by a guy from Heartbeat with massive sideburns. Oh, yourself a fan, Dan? You watch this like every day. Oh, fr- <laughs> Oh, right, got you. He's implied that he is a version of the Valyard. No, he's not in it. It takes place mainly with just the the Gallifreyan council. (laughs) Um, 
so basically, uh, oh, I'm trying to not spoil this, but also make it sound really <laughs> interesting. Uh, Re- the sixth Re- Doctor gets to meet the, well, not you know how they say the, the Valyard is. Um, it basically gets to do. You know how the Valyard isn't quite clear um, mm-hmm. what it was about, and the more the more uh, the show does with other stuff, the more relevant it becomes. Especially now that we've got a whole new life cycle with the Doctor and we've learned about the Timeless Child and stuff. The Valyard's a bit like, what the fuck was that about? But if you if you yeah. listen to this audio after you've seen Trial, it's um, it it does neaten up things a bit and goes a little bit deeper into him. Um, not literally. Uh, and, and Six gets to meet what is essentially the 11th Doctor, or the, the final incarnation, who's gone completely mad. And he's just scribbling stuff down, and he's talking gibberish. And I remember listening to that and thinking that this is the weirdest show and the weirdest like <laughs> fictional universe ever. Because only could you do that with an audio drama, and it and it be, and it actually kind of makes sense. It was it was just one of those things where you stop and you listen to it, and you're like, what what is actually like? How the hell do I enjoy this? Um, but it, yeah, it's really fun and. If you like Trial of a Time Lord like me, it's like a little bit of icing on the cake. Um, so that's why I recommend that to anyone listening. But not to Dan, because he'd probably jump out of a window. <laughs> well, yeah, that's another thing. I dislike the Sixth Doctor. Yeah, well, and you're Dan, wrong, um, so carry on. You are wrong. <sighs> Just this, he's... I don't like him. His hair's silly. Uh, have, have you seen all of his run? <laughs> I haven't I'll seen bit, any of it. I've barely seen any of it. Right. Um, he, I'd say just, just give him like a chance. Yeah, I would say... I, like I'm, I'm very aware I'm basing my opinion on him off barely anything. Off just Colin Baker, um, actually. <laughs> yes. Change, my dears. So, like, <laughs> yeah. another thing... Another thing I like Big Finish existing is basically is you just give Colin Baker a chance to do a good doctor. To shine well, more. Dan. Yes, yeah. I, I've only seen the sixth doctor in I think the light at the end and You've seen um, him in that? That's impressive. Yeah. He was there when they recorded I, uh, it. <laughs> I was like, Hello Colin, you fast but now I'm joking. <laughs> Yes, very nice. In classic Doctor's new, new Monsters, he has an episode with the Jadoon, and it's very good. Just listen to it. Might change, ah, it, yeah. change your mind. But that's not my recommendation. Also, Jubilee. I've not listened to that yet. I've heard that's a very, very good Do one. Do it. Yeah, no, Six Doctor and Big Finish is just chef's kiss. So, Paul, oh. go on. What was your, was your next one? So, also from... Only the good, but um, first War Master box set. Um, it's called the Skyman by James Goss, and it it's a it's a it's a War Master light episode. I'd say. Yeah, it focuses focus on his on, on his new companion. His companion. So the the master saves this lad in episode two, who was meant to die. So he's 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 already he's like a paradox basically, like a walking paradox because he should yeah. be dead. So then the guy decides that he wants to save a planet from the time war. And the master's like, well, choose one. And he's like, well, you can't make me choose one. 
because then I'm letting others die, and he's like, fine, then we'll let them all die, and then he picks one at random dead quick, and it's like a farm planet. That's it. And then he gets there, and there's nothing wrong with her. He think he basically thinks the Daleks are going to come and destroy her, and then it turns out it's like, I forgot what it's called, like, um, but uh, anyway, so, so some like time leakage gets onto the planet, and um, start the, the people and the plants and the crops start dying. Um, time decay, it's called. And then, so this guy wants to save them. And he falls in love with a the girl there. And um, the War Master's on the plat. The, the War Master is a delight in this story. Yeah. He's just off in the background. Doesn't have any. He, won't, he says he's not getting involved. So he leaves the man to, to his own devices. And he goes and makes wine on a grape farm for, yeah, throughout the whole I heard story. About yeah. And it, it, it's just delightful. And then um, <laughs> every now and again he'll pop in and he'll be like, oh no, I can't interfere, but someone's left you some food in the shed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll just disappear. And there's a bit where some villagers go to him dead angry because they think he's causing what's going on around them. And they're like, oh, we should rip you to shreds. And he's like, oh, well, that seems like a good idea. And then you hear them just screaming in the background like he's literally like ripping them to shreds like a dog or something. <laughs> and you're like, wow, it's just... But yeah, the, the main focus of the story is the companion and the consequences of his actions. And then that leads into the last story in a way that like you just wouldn't believe. Like The Master's just playing on like a fiddle. And, the Master uh, always plays everyone like fiddle. Exactly. He's always at least ten steps ahead, it's mad. Yeah, and like, always I literally just thought nothing was happening. Like, well, obviously, I, I, I love this story, so something was happening, but I thought the Master's just, just having a little laugh having a joke and then at the end he's like I've done you so bad but yeah it, it Dan get on it it's like a mate that old box set's just good yeah uh, yeah I think we can safely say because we've brought it up twice now only the good is a really good solid yeah. chunk of something to even, start with even the second episode it's, it's it's good but it was a it was a bit like it was a bit like the first one where the master turns up somewhere being invaded by the Daleks and he's pretending to be someone else and you like yeah. but then after that it's Smooth sailor. Hmm. Yeah, so he's pretending to be the doctor, isn't he? In the first one, and yeah. then in the second one, he's just pretending to be like a doctor, like just on the ship. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm your, I'm your medical advisor." Yeah. So, so your your turn. I've already sort of mentioned part of it, but the Time Lord Victorious Big Finish stuff, because. Yeah. Basically, if you had to pick one thing from Time Lord Victorious, I would recommend all the Big Finish stuff. Because it's eighth Doctor mostly. There's going to be a fourth Doctor bit later on, mm-hmm. and it's just well written. It's got more Paul McGann. It's got Brian the Ood. Always a good thing. Who? Classic. I wasn't expecting much from them, but it's actually quite funny. But it's like this well-spoken Ood assassin who has this weird connection with his ball. That's I... wrong out of context. Not at all. He's so sinister, and he he causes he causes little fear, Mister Ball. Yeah, he's he's proper like insane, insane and evil, and like sees the Doctor as his like heroing. Well, that's this sort of when he meets the Tenth Doctor in the book, but as his warring general, which we're sort of learning why he knows him as that in the book. Through this, is this the first book? 
Yeah. Wait, so in the first book, is the first, is the book set after this audio? Um, because I thought... it depends on your outlook. For Brian, the book comes after the audio. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Because I thought he, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. Because he says in the book that he's already been inside the TARDIS and stuff, and the second book is just like, oh, in, you could have the, at least played along. In the audios, at the end of the audio, he falls into. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought he was dead, but if he's, a, I thought the book was set before that. No. But no. Oh, yeah. Um. I haven't finished the book either. I'm like six chapters in. But. All. Yeah, because they're sort of all of the same thing. I thought it include Time Lord Victorious as one thing, including the short trips. Um. I think there's still a bit more to come out with it because there's the fourth Doctor story that was to do with the escape room, but why open an escape room during coronavirus pandemic? Why uh, open priorities. an escape room? Well, they, we, you can still go to them. My parents do it a lot. <laughs> yeah, you, you just, we don't you, want to you, know you, about you... how much your parents do it, Dan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel a little bit ill. Anyway. Speaking of cells, um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to oh, segue. Dan, you're one. Um, I'm going to be completely obvious and say spare parts. Yep, Paul's it, nodding it, in agreement, and Cameron's doing a weird right, face. Yeah. It um, was. I, I I was liking spare parts, and at the end, I was just a bit like, oh, yeah. So it's one of those where, but it was. It was it's very not perfect. Um, is it overrated? I don't think so. I think it's loved for the right reasons. Um, oh, it's definitely like a good Genesis of the Cybermen. Type. It is literally, yeah, it's Genesis of the Cybermen with the Fifth Doctor oh, and Nyssa. Is, is it as good as the world and often time? Um, that, that's I, where I, 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 I enjoy I enjoy this more than that TV story because I don't enjoy the Doctor Falls as much as the previous part. I'll kill you. But you can't <laughs> you can't really compare them that much. Um, but there are some really cool ideas, and the artwork. Yeah. If you look at the artwork closely, you can see some really cool. You can see like uh, Commander Zeng, Zeng, is it on on the horse that's partly converted? Oh, are you looking like at a, um, like a cyber the horse. the vinyl cover? Yeah, that was that is um, a, a, a decent cover. And it's like there's like a, there's a family in it that are all developed really well, and um, and there's like really believable. <laughs> people like just getting a chest unit because it's it's a thing that you you can get because it improves mm. your health it's a bit like having a a um it's a bit like a yeah time. it's just like that and um it's just like a society that they're not constantly down with the conditions oh. they're living in they're just like right we just got to keep going and this they is also, how we live they also live on the ground don't they yep like, um that's part well, they've oh, got there's a ceiling above the city, yeah. Yeah. There's um, so, like it's like dying or something, isn't it? So they have to live they're on the tr- ground. They're trying to get out of it. It's Mondas. Is it Mondas? Yeah. Is so it, they're trying oh. to get to the surface, and obviously they can only on the surface if they're in, if they're converted. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that that's like the leading thing. It's really it? interesting. There's that character, Mister Mister Todd, is it? Who live? Who works in that shop? And he's like eyeing up the Doctor, and he's figuring out what parts the Doctor's got that he could have, and. There's some really creepy stuff in there. Hmm. Um, it's very cheap as well. It's two ninety nine. Oh yeah. Oh, get it. It's, it's just it's just a monthly one, isn't it? It's like 
Yeah, no, like, absolutely. If it's, if it's like ones getting... especially in bed cheap, and sometimes um, they put the half price for like one fifty. There's, I'm, I don't want to spoil it, obviously, uh, but you get introduced to Yvonne, um, and then Yvonne. Um, from from Doomsday. No, I just a like woman called Yvonne, and she oh, okay. um, she suffers a horrible fate. And you you learn oh, about no. that eventually, and it's really sad. It, it yeah no, it gets me that. Um, I forgot I've written the reference. And people, you have to <laughs> listen to it. Um, there's people who um, like Cybermats are kind of treated like pets more than like. It's really interesting yep. that because it's they're kind of like um, you know how people repair phones and stuff like that, and old yeah, TVs, uh-huh. and then sell them on and stuff like that. There's like. Cybermats are treated a bit like that, but they're also treated as like actual pets. But some they're also treated a bit like robot, um, like uh, rats, like rodents. So that's quite interesting. Just like the idea that they just live with everyone, and, and people kind of put up with them. Um, Nissa's great in it. She's that's how you get to meet this family is because um, there's this whole obsession with don't be out after dark. Because they send the patrols out. It's very 1984. Oh, no. um, it's really cool. I've put the um, the cover in the server if you want to look. Yeah, up. have a look at that cover because it is gorgeous. I've I've been googling all of them. Oh, that's a different cover that's on the big finish website. Oh, yeah. right. So this is for the vinyl that they uh-huh. released, rather than the actual. The vinyl costs about ninety quid. <laughs> that whole three parts. Yeah. I also don't have a vinyl because I'm not pretentious. So. I have the player, but it doesn't work. It's on a European plug, and there's something oh, no. broken. A horse is dead cool. Well, my vinyl player is great. You actually own vinyl players? Yeah. Um, yeah, me and... older than me. My dad got it when he was first out in Germany with the army. Hey, it, 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 it's just one. a I only own one music. vinyl. Me, me, and my flatmate about a year ago invested. It was looking back too much money on that vinyl player. Um, yeah, so we 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 collect vinyls in the flat because we are dickheads. I have a, I agree. I have a CD player, but I don't use them. Uh-huh. Uh, these these big finish CDs are for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally to, to to just prove I have it in case my phone ever blows up or something. There's right, something about so... having physical media that's just really nice. It yeah. is nice. Even, yeah. even though I listen to it on my phone, I like, I like to look at it. Yeah. It's a shame it'll be a thing of the past one day. Mm. Yeah. No. I don't know if it will. But I don't think Fuck books you, will Dan. go away. Books oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> saying that, all of you guys do your things on phones and stuff. I actually write you my notes write out. Yeah, sure. you them, I, I write my notes out. I've got notebooks galore. I, oh, I, I haven't written. Notebook. I barely. I, I love a. I love a little moleskin notebook. They're very nice notebooks. Is it, is it made of real moleskin? No, I think it's just the company name. I think oh, all I've ever had to write is my signature on stuff in the past four years. So since since I left school, I basically, I've, I've not had to write anything. You left it school writing it four years ago. Yes, my maths isn't great. Okay. How what, did you finish year eleven? Just like writing things. What? Oh my god, I left school four years ago. Yeah, um... Congratulations on all of you. Uh, oh, what your next that? story. Right, so my next story is... 
the the invention of death from the first Doctor Adventures. Nice. Starring David Bradley. Oh, okay. So this one, proper tough me. The first Doctor range by Big Finish, yeah. It, What's it called? The, the first Doctor Adventures. Oh, the no, story. The, the, yeah. The, the invention of death. So, um, like, the first Doctor's actual episodes can be quite boring. I'm, I'm looking at you, the caveman, or whatever it's called. <laughs> the man. But, um, yeah, so, but the audios managed to capture the essence of the 60s show without being shit. So, like, like um, there's a master one that's dead good, even though that master's transphobic in real life. But um, the invention of death, the doctor, Ian, I'm going to read the description instead. <laughs> I, I lost. I lost faith in myself. That'd not be a shit description. Oh, bit of dead air there. We're gonna yep. get sued. Daniel, Daniel actually cut that out. I'll just put a fart noise in. He won't. He won't. Or maybe Dan laughing to uh, the long song. I don't know. <laughs> Please. <clears throat> so, um, the the invention of death by John Dorney. After an experimental flight, the TARDIS crew... Oh, because they're still trying to work out how to use the TARDIS then. The, tar- the TARDIS crew find themselves in one of the strangest worlds they've ever encountered. Alien life takes many forms, and on Ashtala, the travellers find all their perceptions tested. But this world is about to make a discovery, and it could mean the end of everything. So basically, they, al- they arrive on this planet of gelatinous blobs, yeah. And... They, they don't have houses or anything. They, they just live on, on the, the, the streets. Um, there's, there's only two scientists on the entire planet, and that's because they just have a general in- interest in like how things work. Um, and the Doctor, Ian, and Barbara, and Susan arrive, and um, Barbara gets speared through the chest. So, because they can't die, and they're just jelly. They throw spears and stuff at each other to, to play games with, and they've never met another species before. So they throw one to Susan, um, Barbara, and it just goes right through her chest. Huh. And then as she's dying, one of them manages to heal her. But then they started, they've never died before, and then they start to die like more and more. And it's about them trying to figure out why they're dying and how to reverse her and stop them from dying. And um, it it's it, honestly it's very very good. It's up there with like the best I've ever listened to. It's mad how creative these are, like and the set in like the sixties style as well. On are just so good, and it's with the the same cast as an adventure in space and time. Like the entire cast from there. So yeah, it's it's a very very good story. I've talked to Dan about it before. It's just. I like I like that they've been making good use of that cast. Yeah. Uh, particularly David Bradley. Yeah. And the fact that they can Barbara. use someone to play Barbara because uh, that actress has unfortunately also died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not from eating cake, so... No, that was only Ian Martyr. Yep. So, Cameron, what's your next tip? Uh, 
my this is actually my last one because it's the only one I've I've not I've got a few that I need to still listen to but I can't talk about them because I've not listened to them. Um, out of time one, which yep. So oh. this is the this is the David Tennant and Tom. This Baker. is the Shibogan reviews Baker. video that he's going to be recommending. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, came out earlier on this year is. Very good. Has the fourth and tenth doctors facing off against Daleks, which is the interview that came with this, where Nick Briggs explains why he does all the different Dalek voices. Um, I also really like that the physical thing has an alternative cover. Yes. So I can have. That takes because... me back to two thousand and eight. It's nicer than I like it better than that one. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's uh. It suits seeing his doctor it matches on there a lot better yeah and also just like the placement because mm-hmm. that's at the top yeah and then it, everything seems a bit out of place but that's, that's this is great that's content every, for an audio every, only medium it seems a bit out of time <laughs> oh paul um paul's on fire the whole, the whole gimmick of out of time would you believe it is everyone's out of sync all the yeah, audio Tom, tracks are out of sync. It's like a show. It's, it's, it's literally like this right now. Yeah. So the whole thing, David Tennant's like saying, "I can't do two voices at once because I'm I'm not I'm not a god." But like David Tennant saying something, Tom Baker's talking over him. There's someone else whose name you don't quite catch because she says it at the same time. And there's an interview like, playing underneath all of this from the end. Oh yeah, the interview simultaneous and the theme tune on yeah. repeat. Yeah. It's pure chaos, yeah, but it's yeah. good. Pure chaos, yeah. but it's, it's very good if you're an intellectual. It's like the lighthouse. So yeah, th- this is this is one I've re- I have wanted to get into because it's uh, that whole series is one that really interests me. Yeah, annoyingly, yeah. the next one comes out next year, and then the one yeah. after that is the year another year again, which I didn't realize when I pre-ordered it. We'll all be back. <laughs> Um, but it's like an interesting premise. It's the tenth Doctor meeting up with <coughs> four, five, and six. So, sorry, sorry, Cameron. Dan, do you want to not sneeze on her? <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'll replace um... it with a fart noise. <laughs> Listen, I'm a bit sniffly. A little yeah. bit of a cold. And um, it does play well into like the different dynamics. So the tenth Doctor bits where he's on his own. It's written in the sort of style of Penn's era. The fourth Doctor bits where he's on his own, it's written in his style. Mm. And then it's just a very good merger of the two when they're together. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's really good. And now we get Dan to do a Tom Baker voice. No. Me? I'll just start recording again. Sorry about that. We had some technical issues on this show. Never. Ooh. But I'm all right. Um... Every is little Martha, every little miss. Having a little you Titties. <laughs> Love that. Love that video. Um what, are we on to me already? Yeah. No yeah. oh, shit. This is my the last, last this is my last uh, recommendation really. Oh. Not because I've of got, like I've got two more. Oh, that's alright. It'll be quite right. well, I've got some, I'll have some things to ask you after we've wrapped up with uh, stuff. Okay. Well, I did put just a thing... to, just I... to wrap up the segment. I put a thing out seeing if any of our viewers and listeners and stuff um, have Ooh. any suggestions, but everyone's read the message and not got back to me. So I think we know how that's we... gone. We, we don't have any viewers <laughs> or listeners. Um, 
okay, what I'll what we'll do is I'll I'll uh, chuff in recommend you a ting if that's all right. This is the second. Oh, no, he's lost his what? I sorry. <laughs> this is the second uh, Eighth Doctor audio from that first kind of run, and it's the Chimes of Midnight. Oh, I've listened to this. Uh, without spoiling it, brief summary: It's Christmas Eve, big creepy house, people die every hour. Um, uh, Charlie likes condensed milk. There you go. But but Dan, I think we can both agree: Christmas isn't Christmas without one of yours. Without Mrs. Whatever's pl- plump on. Yeah, I don't know her name actually. Can't, Christmas isn't Christmas without your plump pudding. Who the fuck is it? What's her name? Christmas would be Christmas without presents. <laughs> Just quoting Little Women there for you. Mrs. Badley. Oh, oh, we, we've got a, a, a feminist in the call today. No joke. I just love a bit of Little Women. It's great. <laughs> the the it's movie just, on the block. Uh, I've only seen the, the uh, Greta Gerwin film. But, and uh, also, there's a little bit in Chimes of Midnight. Um, I say a little bit. It's like mainly the climax of the whole thing. Um it's the Doctor facing consequences for taking Charlie out of time being his companion when she should have died in the previous story. So you get a really interesting oh. thing there where it's like, no, this person... A bit like with the, uh, the War Doctor story you mentioned earlier, Paul. Yeah. Um, this person shouldn't be here. Um, and time is going to really fuck with them to try and get stuff back to normal. Um, but yeah, it's really it's, cool. It's, it's like when... Um... It's like when you go out with your friends and they've invited one of their friends that you don't really know and they're not meant to be there. Yeah, kind of. I've always been that friend that's not supposed to be there, to be honest. <laughs> I've never experienced it. It's a made-up scenario. Yeah. But, um, Dan, speaking of period pieces... Speaking of... Movies. Oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> do you know the personal history of David Copperfield came out earlier this year? Yeah. I'm aware. One of my favourite movies ever made, yeah. Me and my mate went to see that because there was literally fuck all else on. And we thought it was going to be shit. And then it turned out it was the funniest film I've ever seen. That's cool. So, um, speaking of the chimes say... of midnight... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan, I thought you'd finished. No, no, just one more thing to mention. Um, and it's not Christmas isn't Christmas without one of your plum puddings. Though that is true. Um, that, that is this has a really cool thing because it's kind of like a love letter to Doctor Who in general. By but it brings in a whole new way of telling the story. Anyway, uh, part one, the each cliffhanger, each cliffhanger of the first three parts, because I think yeah, it's a four-parter. Um, they all pay um, kind of homage to different classic stories from the original run. So part one, the ending is quite similar to the Space Museum. Um, part two is Kinder, and part three is Horror of Fang Rock. Um, just a really cool thing there that he did while they were making it. They, yeah, let's just make it kind of uh, link back to those. Quite a similar kind of cliffhanger. I'm rambling. Someone take the wheel, please. So, so Dan, as I was saying, you can cut this bit out, Dan, because it's relevant. No. Oh, no. So, so, actually, yeah, yeah. so, at the same time, yeah, there was a film out called Emma. I don't know if you've seen it. Starring Anna Taylor Joy. And yep. Bill Nye. And me and my mate seen the trailer, and my mate w- went on a rant about how far apart her eyes were, and we we never seen her. Yeah, definitely cut this out. 
yesterday. I think. What Russell... does this have to do with Doctor Who? Nothing. He's just being no, mean about Anne Latella Joy. I, no, I like her. I think she's gorgeous. But um, and she's a great actor. And she's great in New Mutants. But um, so apparently it's hilarious. And I said to my mate yesterday, what are the odds of two movies that look shit and and are both period pieces being absolutely hilarious? And he was like, it must have been the golden age of movies that are are period pieces based on books that no one thought would be good. So, Emma isn't that good of a book, though. Oh, no. I I imagine the David Copperfield book is also not good. Um, Why? Charles Dickens is quite a famous... uh... Yeah, but the book itself is just so long. You're like, "Hmm, a bit long, Charles. Uh, If if a book's thicker than a penis, it's too long of a book. Depends how thick the penis is. About length, I mean. Not like... Depends how girthy the penis is. No, no, girthy in the way, but... Well, it depends how long the penis is then, doesn't it? Hang on, exactly. what the hell? I just sat back down and put my <laughs> earphones in. The first thing I hear is, depends on how long the penis is. We've talked about you, then. But, um... Thanks. So, anyway, my, my, my last two recommendations. Go on. Spill so, the beans. Very weird. So, number... Wait, wait, wait. One. Where's Cameron gone? Where is, where is Cameron gone? Where's to... Cameron gone? Oh, he's gone to get his penis. Ah. Sorry, just... I thought I had a copy of David Copperfield <laughs> on my bookshelf. It was, it was just in that box over there, his penis. To hand. To hand. <clears throat> Sorry, Paul, go on. So, yeah, um, my last recommendation is from um, The Sins of Captain John box set, which I... Yeah, so I... is it that driving I... miss, whatever it is? Is it fuck <laughs> Captain Jack? <laughs> That is actually the worst. This is the sex one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when I got this book, so I I weren't a massive fan of Captain John Hart and Torchwood. You know, like, like I like them, but some people act like he's the second coming of Christ, and you're like, all right, he's not that good. Like he's in about two episodes. So he's 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 decent enough, yeah. And then I listened to the death of Captain Jack, and he was amazing in it. So I thought, all right, you've won me over, I'll buy your box set. So episode three, it's one story, like, 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 um, John, John's telling it from his point of view while he's on, while he's on a ship, while, he, while he's on a ship about to die, and it's full cast, like, so he, like, flashes back and then. So, it's called Peach Blossom Heights. Yeah. And I will get the description of them. Captain John and Jack oh no sorry captains John and Jack find themselves stranded on a world that may may be actual paradise the weather is pleasant the people are friendly and the giant stuffed animals only come out at night there's only one thing the world is missing no one has ever explained to any of the oh sorry there's only one thing the world is missing no one has ever explained to any of the population about the birds and the bees, which is unfortunate. So, this is one of them stories where I was listening to it, and then in the last five minutes, I was like, oh my god. It's like the whole thing, I was like, this is alright. 
and then the last five minutes give you like an entirely new perspective on the entire story. And I was like, that is one of the best I've ever looked into. So your your last big finish recommendation no, is no, a oh you you oh, I apologize. Your yeah. second to last big finish recommendation is a story where uh, Captain Jack and teaches Captain... yeah. teaches a group of people about what sex is. The yeah. group of people being Doctor Who fans listening to the audio. Dab 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 dab. So um. So yeah, it, it's literally Captain John and Captain Jack teaching people about sex, and it sounds very juvenile. Yep. And it is at the start, and then you realise that there's something off about the society and why they haven't learnt about sex. And then it turns out it's like I'm not going to spoil it, but it's like okay. it's sort of like a dictatorship, but they don't know it's a dictatorship. Emphasis on the dick. Oh, that's filthy language. We so, don't yeah. we don't want that on the Shibokas. This is no, nothing but clean so far. <laughs> he's one Jack as well, so he's not a mortal. He's just they say his name is is Jovic Fane at the start. And then John's like, But we all know who he is, so I'm just gonna keep calling him Captain Jack. Like it it because jo, jo, John's telling the story, he breaks the fourth wall. Uh, and he's a bit he's a bit cheeky. So like Cheeky chap. He's like, obviously, this is a point he's in the his Deadpool of Doctor Who. <laughs> except that he, he's not actually breaking the fourth wall because he's recording as well. But yeah. So he, he basically, he's like, at this point in time, he's not Jack, but I'm going to keep calling him Jack for the duration of this story anyway. You're like, yeah, all right. So yeah. It seems very juvenile. It is very juvenile. It's a bit goofy, but then the plot's like pretty. I, I don't want to be one of them guys, but it's 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 deeper than you think. Like that, the meaning of them. It's so deep. It's it's so deep, Dan. It's so deep, and I, I don't just mean the sex. Oh, nice cheeky, a cheeky joke. Oh yeah. So so, what's your last recommendation then, Paul? Oh yeah, I, I shouldn't have left this till last. But is it, it a bit of shit? No, no, I it's my favourite one ever. But Ooh. you probably don't like class. Um, I do like class. What I've oh, seen of class, I didn't oh, like. Dan, we're, uh, we're cock-dick balling now, as they say. What? <laughs> Not on. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, I believe class uh, deserved more than it got, I think. And it, and it did get, get more than it deserved. What? No. I don't think it did. Oh, only got one it, series. In the audios, I mean. So, this is the third episode of Class Volume 1. It's called Tell Me You Love Me. And it features Charlie, Matthias, and Miss Quill. And that, that's it. It's like, it's it's the closest thing to it is Midnight. But it's better than Midnight. Yeah. In my opinion. So, it's like... Um, do, do you know the way in class there's the cracks and stuff comes through? Mm-hmm. So Charlie and Matthias are about to have sex in like the locker room or something. Wonderful, and wonderful. Then class. an alien parasite, similar to Midnight. That's what schools like, guys. That's what schools like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for some people, not for, not for me. But but yeah. <laughs> so um, this. This, you don't see it or well, you don't I think see there it. were two kids at my school that had sex in the bathroom. 
Carry on. Oh, <laughs> I just I vaguely remember that. I might have to message someone and ask. Was it you? No. My school it was on the school playing field. <laughs> was it you and the person you're about to message? No. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. But, um, so that that something comes out the crack. It's like not a physical thing though. It's like the midnight entity, and it enters one of them. And okay, yep. also through the crack. <laughs> so I'll get the description off now to see if it's any good. All right. So thanks but, for um, listening to this episode. So this the, cheeky, cheeky episode of the Shabokas. The, the school day has ended. Charlie and Matthias find themselves alone, though not quite as alone as they first believed. Oh, three yeah. little birds. Oh, pervert. If you if you don't want to interrupt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Three little words could mean the difference between life and death, and Quill is the only person they can turn to. So now, this is another classic case of the story was good all the way through, and then the end was just spectacular, and g- gains a new perspective. So, it's um, the ending's very dark, I reckon, but it's very, very, very good. Um, so the the entity passes between them whenever they say that they love the other person. And when it's in them, it's clearing out the memory. Oh, when it's in them, they can't stop talking. So they're constantly saying something like all the time, they can't stop even for breath. And when it's in the head, it's clearing out the memories and that's why they can't stop talking. So that it can take over their body as like a parasite and be them. And then whenever they say, I love, I love you, it like transfers... So it's about them trying to figure out how to stop it while it transfers between them. And it, it's it's only those three people, so they don't know how to stop it. And Quill wants to just leave it in Matthias and let him die because she can't let Charlie die because she'll die. And it, the tensions are very high between them all. And because they can't stop talking, they're saying a lot of honest truths and stuff. Very, very good. Like, next level. Um. It's written by Scott Hancock, who's very big in, in the big finish sphere. Uh, it's, it's, you okay, Dan? No, I'm a bit ill. But it's not that similar. It's not like a rip-off of Midnight. Right. You know what I mean? I, so, okay, I so, um, so Paul recommends so it's like a rip-off midnight, of Midnight. It's not yeah, Midnight. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I am glad that uh, Class kind of got like a second life. Uh, yeah. In there's, in Big Finish, another, which I think is what Big Finish is really good for. Yeah, as someone who knows nothing about it, the, the, so I gave Doctor Who a second life during the wilderness, wilderness like, years. Dark years. Yeah, good point. Because good point. it was set up by Nick Briggs, who has always been a fan of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and he's been voicing the Doctor, making this since nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, and then got a dog. dog Dog, dog on Doctor Who. Job on Doctor Who. A dog. He got a dog on Doctor Who. He may have done. The Daleks are like a big dog. So um, there's if could, I didn't know you liked you liked class so much, Tom. I have a know, soft spot for it. Do you know the guy who does the music, Blair Mawath? I don't. He, he um wrote an episode in the the fourth box set called Queen of Rodia. And it's like Quill wakes up back on Rodia, except Charlie and all that are there, but they're people in like Rodian society. 
and she's on she's on like the side of um what's it called she's she's like Charlie's species and Charlie's her species uh-huh. and it's because they can't really go past episode five of class in the box sets because after then it's like all every every like they're not allowed to go past series one. Mm-hmm. And for it to be like a filler episode, it's hard to go past like episode like five or six. Yeah. With it being like leading into directly into each other. So Blair Moworth obviously he's got a lot of love for the series because he scored every scene of it. And he scored both all, all four of the box sets. He wrote this episode. There's like a love letter to it. Hmm. And it really like it really shows how good it is. Like how, nice. how, how much love he has for it. So like it it's just Oh, and he set it later in the series. Like, he finds a way to set it later in the series, so... In a really, really interesting way. It so was all a dream. <laughs> definitely get, um... More than that. Definitely get it, um... It, like, the class box sets, I'd say, because there's yeah. not a bad... Because they're class. Oh! Yeah, the class. Um, so, on that, now we're wrapping up the discussion of Big Finish. Any questions? I've got a, I've got a, well, I have, actually. Um... It's time so, to <laughs> So first of all, um, how do you generally listen? Where do you listen to Big Finish? How do you generally? Well, oh wait, well. actually, I wonder if Ed will reply. <laughs> are, you, are you talking to um, me specifically, or do you want to let Cameron, Cameron, you go first. Any of you? I do have some physical copies, but yeah. I mostly use the app on my phone. Okay. Because then it's just like. I've got it downloaded on my phone. I can listen to it in the car when I'm off to see my nan or something or on my way to work or whatever. I probably should have guessed there was an app. Oh, yeah. The, the, the app's great. They've recently added um, like a playlist feature. Oh, that's cool. So, like, when, when, you get, when you get the monthlies, mine are all, like, they just, I've got mine in um, alphabetical order, I think. So, yeah. Um... So yeah, I have uh, I have a couple on like in physical form. Don't know where they are, um, but m- most of what I've got on my phone is um, I got when uh, an uncle very kindly sent me a uh, a code to use on the website that they had. I think it came with a magazine or something um, that basically gave a ridiculous discount on everything. I think it was mm-hmm. any story. Certain stories were only ninety nine p. So I just wow. I I that's how I got the main chunk of what I've got that and the way it is lately is uh, Paul will tell me about something that's come out because he keeps up to date with it so that's helpful mm-hmm. he'll say this is out it, it's probably good download it and all I do is I go on the website download it or like you know claim the free copy go on the app mm-hmm. download it to my phone and then I'll take the dog out for a couple of hours and blast through stuff then um, yeah. been a bit different lately because I've been a new job and settling in there but i'm gonna i've got a lot to listen to still um so yeah that's how i listen to it i can't listen to it um on the like in bed falling asleep because i will i will just forget anything that happens when i wake up the next day i'm really bad for that yeah Um, and i've listened you kind of touched on another thing i wanted to ask was um like looking at all the stories you recommended, some of them are very cheap, but a lot of them are quite expensive. Yeah, like 30, thirty quid for most of mine are in box 
in box sets. Be Start with Cuddleson. Cuddleson is free. <laughs> so oh, well, I will get on to Cuddleson. But when it, yeah, when what it, some of your ways around the fact that it is when a little bit expensive. Don't look at the price and just mash the button. I, I can't afford to do that. I go. Oh well, I can't afford that. Oh, whoops. Yeah, but... whoops, I slipped and pressed buy and then confirmed payment and delivered. Usually, yeah. when I get my student loan, so when I got... Oh, what was it? When when I first got my job a couple of years back, when I was like 16, I bought the Doom Coalition Volume 1 to 4 for like 90 quid. If you're going to get box sets and there's loads of them, get, get like a bundle because it'll be like 30 quid each or, or like 80 quid for all four. So it saves you like 90 quid. This is really interesting for me because the most I've spent on a big Finnish product is about five quid on that Trial of the Valleyard CD. <laughs> well, I've, I've planet. That's it. Everything else has been bought for me or with heavy discount, like I said. I've, um, I've, I've just checked and I've bought 26 box sets as well as like... A lot like, of the Paul McGann stuff, including uh, Doom Coalition, is currently on sale. Yeah. Because it but, uh, is birthday. I do think so, though, I can say, like, how can you spend that much money on Doctor Who merchandise? But then you look at my shelf behind me. <laughs> I've got so many DVDs yeah. and figures. Like, so, how yeah. can I spend that much on Big Finish? I've or got like pounds worth of Lego. Flats, yeah, like, yeah. like I, I'm saying all this, I'm, I'm, I'm currently eyeing up a, a guitar that's going to cost like 500 quid. What are you getting? When, um, when, when uh, I, I can't remember what it was called. It was but, one I found in a, a music shop near me. You keep talking, I will find the name of this okay, guitar. I want to know. When, um, when, when I, I listen to Big Finish, I can't listen to it when I'm out, otherwise I'm not not paying attention. So, like, I, I'll um, turn all my lights off and just lay on my bed in the dark, looking Naked. at the ceiling. Talking <laughs> <laughs> yourself. No, I'll, I, you, I bought this... Viciously bit, masturbating. Bought, bought this blindfold to put on during the day. Yeah, I'm surprised. But, uh, I'm surprised we didn't start this episode with a like. You're listening to a big Finnish production. I'll add. You can edit it in. I'll I'll, 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 I'll like save one at the end for okay, you. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I've got like I didn't realize I had twenty six box sets, but that's as well as like I've got quite a few McGann audios that I've never listened to. Um, I've got the the Omega one. I've still not listened to that out of time. Um, I, I bought the Holy Terror the other week because the Six Doctors Penguin Companions in a Frobisher. Um, oh, we never talked about Frobisher. Um, I've got um, a, I've got a, a, a Torchwood monthly auto, Here and is. then a few short tips that I've not listened to. But yeah, I, I didn't, I, I didn't think it was that much, but apparently, apparently it is. But, um, oh, I asked Ed what he'd recommend, but we can we can brand this little section Ed's thoughts. Whoa, Ed, Ed's recommendation. That's a good idea for a name of the segment, I think. Yeah, so um, he said, Chimes of Midnight is a classic and one of the best, plus it's a Christmassy one, so full stop. Um, Light at the end is always a good starting point, lots of doctors and bloody... Oh, and Blood of the Daleks is a nice jumping on point for the Eighth Doctor stuff. Blood of the Daleks will be dead cheap, then. It'll be like... Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 
Oh, sorry, what was on. the second question you asked us? You asked us How about the price. Where we listen? Oh right, with the price. Um, with the War Doctor box sets that I've got, I've I only bought two of them. They were both fifteen pound, sort of physically. So that was the price of one at the time, but I didn't have enough to buy all four of them because I didn't want to spend sixty pound. So I've only got the first two, and I got them for the price of one, basically. Uh-huh. Um, when I buy. <laughs> The other, when I got my student loan this time, I bought the War Master volumes one to four for ninety quid. Aye. Which are like thirty quid each, so it saved like sixty pound. Because the way I see it, I'd rather spend less. I'd, I'd rather spend more now than less in the long run. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, um, with the lives of Captain Jack, I I, I bought the physical one on Amazon. That that was the first one I ever bought, actually. Um, but then I, because it was, I had to put the CD in. I never listened to it apart from the first episode. But then during lockdown, it, the digital one was half price, so I bought that. But lots of the time, when I buy something, it's not half price. Like all the class ones I've got, and um, the other two Captain Jack ones, Susan's War. You, Susan's War, I bought the day it came out, even though I weren't planning to, and I still haven't listened to it because I haven't finished her uh, running Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, usually, as soon as they announce it, then yeah, like when the box set comes out, there's like a couple of month period mm-hmm. where it's so like, say it's twenty pound for the the download and twenty five pound or thirty pound for the twenty five pound for the, the physical the CD. Pack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple of months later, it'll go up to regular retail price. And it'll be like thirty pound for the download and thirty five pounds for the So when they announce it's normally the cheapest time unless there's a reduction in the future. Seven years later. Yeah. <laughs> the, the classic. Um with the eighth Doctor audios there was like an offer on to get the Charlie Pollard collection. Um for like ten pounds it was. For about thirteen or fifteen audios it was. So I thought that's a bargain, that. So I've got that. I've not listened to many of them. Um, and as I said, the monthly ones that everyone recommends are usually dead old. So they're always like £2 or something. But the, the monthly ones they release monthly still are normally like £7. So okay. it's, it's not too expensive with the monthlies, but with the box sets, you, you're basically getting like a mini series. So like with the War Doctor. I'm happy to pay like thirty pound a box set, even though never, because it's John Hurt as the War <laughs> again, and it's like when are you ever gonna get that? Again? And um, the new one they've announced it's only like twenty pound, the one with the um, impressionist, like the, mm. the, the War Doctor begins. So I'm gonna get that too, and then I got the classic Doctor New Monster ones half price as well, I think. And Torchwood Believe was dead good. That was like thirty five pounds. Worth it because it's like another series of Torchwood, just as good as like, well, not a bit worse, not not worse, but like, I'd say it, it's up there with Children of Earth rather than okay. down, down at the bottom. It's quite high praise. It, 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 it was it was about like a cult a cult of people on Earth that try to make themselves look like aliens, like through plastic surgery, and you join the cult. And they modify you to, to look less human, and then they start taking like your voice box out, so you're very monotone and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. And um, Owen wants to do something about it. And Jack doesn't. And Arthur Darvel's in it as some guy. But yeah, it's it's that that is a good box set as well. Yeah. Evan Torchwood I've listened to from Big Finish is is should we start to start to wrap up then? Yeah. 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 Something really Even weird happened then with uh, my connection. So you all just cut out for like ten seconds, but I think we roughly got what Paul was saying. It did record, didn't it? What? It did record, didn't it? It, it? it did record. It's just the past like ten seconds or so we just mute. Oh, just... like, huh? Um but will it have picked up on your end on the recording or no. Do we uh do we know what we're doing next week? No. Okay. Are we going to do Invasion or... Well, Should we I, mean, do it? I could I'll, probably I'll... get this episode out tonight. So we're going to have two episodes off at the same time. Um, <laughs> which would make my week a lot easier. But also it means we can, if you want, I can hold this one back a bit and we can have a break. It's up to yeah. up to you, really, if you want to watch. If you want to do Invasion, it gives you loads of time to watch that. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to do something else, I can pop a randomizer up. Or... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think we should hold this back to... We'll bank this for next week. In- okay. Invasion is going to be quite boring. And then Cameron said it was quite boring, which makes me not want to do it even oh, more. It confirmed, it confirmed yeah, my... I've opinion. watched it now. And I feel bad because Cameron has actually watched it. It took me two days to get through it because I've watched <laughs> eight 25-minute block. So, yeah, right. Thanks for listening, all... What, two of you? Um... Yeah. If you want to get in contact us, if you want to tell us, us where about can they do that then? We didn't mention Zagreya, so we're wrong. Then feel free <laughs> to do that. Though just remember that that's not the point. Um, yeah, at Shabocast everywhere, including uh, on at gmail.com and LinkedIn. Yeah, <laughs> we're on LinkedIn now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we could have been. Uh, can be. I'm so much more. I'm at Shinksy so, underscore on Twitter. No. Does anyone else want to? I'm at Paul Cag on Twitter. Very good. <laughs> no one's. I I'm at Lord Paul Demoth on Twitter. Hey, he's got two accounts. Um, <laughs> he's no. got yeah, Cameron. Cameron didn't even name the, the other accounts. And I am FortniteBurger.net. You're listening to the Shabocast production. That all right, Dan? No.